Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thanks for tuning in to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. And we're here tonight to talk to you about our favorite topic, relationships. <laughs> and we really want to empower your relationships and help you do better all around. Um, I run a thriving private practice that's growing. We're in Chicago. We're also in Naperville, Illinois. We're online, and we do um, organizational speaking, individual therapy, couple therapy, group therapy, and um, almost everything in between that. Yep. Here, and uh, my background here is in corporate America, and I focus on life coaching, resume consults, and mock interviews. All right. So tonight we really, we really want to talk to you about fighting for your dreams. Um, usually in the new year, people make a set of resolutions that they say that they're going to carry out um, throughout the course of the year. And in about March, April, people start um, renegotiating those goals, those dreams, those visions that they have for themselves. Like, you know, the seasons have changed. Maybe you kept up with your goals for 30 days but not for 90, and you're kind of revisiting. Um, And I really want to talk to people about really fighting for their dreams, like really getting in there and pushing hard to make sure they reach their goals. And so you can call it a goal, you can call it a dream, you can call it a vision. You could be wanting to do something in the short term, like something you want to do for 90 days, something you want to do in a year. Maybe you want to impact millions of people. Maybe you just really want to impact yourself. But whatever that, that burn is, that desire you have, I really want to talk to you. We really want to talk to you about fighting for those things, not giving up when it gets hard, not doubting yourself if you don't get the results you want right away, not saying I'm not going to do it because I'm afraid, you know, you're afraid you're going to fail, not letting other people's negative ideas about you or your goal or your dreams get into your head and destroy the visions that you have for yourself. Right, and fighting with them with passion, right? Because going into it, you have to know that it's going to take a lot of work and effort to achieve those dreams. It's not going to be easy. Okay, so you have to be prepared and expect there are going to be challenges along the way. Uh-huh. And guess what? You know what? We're just going to face them, go around them, over them, through them, whatever the case may be. But we're not going to turn around. We've already set a goal. We have a passion for these dreams we have. You also have to know that if it were easy, you'd already be doing it. Uh-huh. I mean, many people tell me, they come, they sit on my red sofa, and they say, Dr. Noel, like, um, I'm as smart as Mark Zuckerberg. Berg. I work as hard as you know, LeBron James and basketball, but they never got exactly where they wanted to be. And there's a lot of resentment, a lot of um, what makes them better than me, what happened for them that didn't happen for me. And in general, I I always tell them it's hard work, decisions, opportunity, and timing. Absolutely. You bring up a great point. Sometimes it is just opportunity, right, that they they were ready when the opportunity presented itself. Right, so you had a, you had a combination of those, both those things. So when opportunity does present itself, you have to be ready to accept accept that and uh, go for it. Absolutely, absolutely. And and so let's give you some information. There's lots of things that can sort of get in the way and snipe up people from getting um, from reaching the goals that they want to reach. And so let's go over some of them. What's snipe? You go ahead. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's. Uh, Susceptible to the negative influence of other people. Oh, yes. There we go. Teamwork. You know what? Yes. I say smile all the time, but he's right. It's susceptible to the negative influences of other, of other people. people. So we don't want you to get snipped um, by somebody's stuff, right? Um, by somebody outside of you, by somebody that says, you know, Bob, there are a thousand places that sell burgers. 
why do you need to open up a thousand and one? Right. You know, you bring a great point. You know, sometimes you think, well, how many uh, Subway shop type restaurants are there, right? Mm-hmm. The Subway, Jimmy John, there's a brand new one. They got the uh, one from uh, New Jersey Sub. But guess what? People are going there. So let's just do that. They've got Firehouse, Jimmy John. Oh, right. Jimmy John, Subway. Firehouse, uh, Subway. Subway. Um, oh, what's the other one with the top Mr. Pedal, Submarine, Mr. Submarine, the Pop Belly, Pop Belly, Submarine, and, and that's just to name a few. Right. Not to mention all of the local guys that make sandwiches. Right. You know, in the local right. areas, but that shouldn't stop you from opening up your goal. Right. From that's your dream your and your dream. passion. Guess what? You're gonna bring something different to the table, and you're gonna follow your passion dreams. So let's talk about a, a few things, maybe ten things that kind of stop people from achieving their goals or. Um, helping people to fail in life. And so I want you guys to take a look at com, and this is where we're getting these top ten reasons. It just happens to be um, that they're not agree with these top reasons. And so number ten is negative thinking. Um, as many people, just as we were talking about, you you think of all the reasons something won't, won't work, excuse me, as opposed to the reasons that something will work. And then you talk yourself out. It's called in therapy self-sabotage. You sabotage yourself. Nobody else came in to do it. You did it for yourself. You decided that I can't do it or you can't do it, and so it's not going to be done. Right. You hear people say, I don't play devil's advocate. Guess what? He has enough advocates. He don't need any more advocates. Okay? Mm-hmm. Be an advocate for yourself and for your dreams and goals. So mm-hmm. they don't take the negative. Think of all the possibilities of why it would work, how it can work. So focus all your mental energy on what you can do to make it happen. Absolutely. Okay. And and that's whatever the goal is. If you want to lose 10 pounds, instead of talking about, man, I, 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 I like chocolate chips, I want to eat popcorn, I like cake, think about, okay, I can do all of those things, but maybe not all today, and talk, think of the, the positive ways you can do it. Yep. Another thing that gets people is not being aware. Now, this is a big one, and I want everybody to look at this one. Not being aware of one's weaknesses and strengths. Oh, that's a big one. Okay. So let's say I today set a goal to become the next Gabrielle Douglas, and I want to be a champion in the Olympics. Right. I got a weakness. My core strength, right? Okay. But let's say I don't, I don't think about that. Let's say I say to myself, I'm going to think positive and I can do it. And let me say something. There is a chance that that could possibly happen. But I have to look at my weaknesses and my strengths and set some goals towards the things that I'm strong at. Makes sense. Focus on your strengths, right? Another thing that people do is a lot of folks, and this is just a different way that I think, a lot of people think about working really hard on their weaknesses to get their weaknesses better. And ever since I was, like, in middle school doing homework, I realized working on my weaknesses doesn't help me. I agree. Uh, you know, studying really hard in that class that I'm, I'm not going to do good in doesn't help me as much as acing the test that I know I'm going to get an A in, right. right? Being mediocre in something isn't beneficial. No, I agree. I, I believe, you know, have those towering strengths, as they call them, okay? Make your strengths even stronger. Okay, that it overcomes any kind of weaknesses that you have. Because as you get more successful, guess what? You can figure out ways to overcome that weakness, either through, through money, uh, hiring somebody to help you through that weakness, whatever things, whatever those things can, can cover those things. So you can figure that out. But focus on those strengths and build them even stronger and stronger. Absolutely, absolutely. And so, and so just also, so make a list for yourself of your strengths and weaknesses too. So if you say you want to open up a candy store, but one of the weaknesses is you're a diabetic and you can't stop eating sugar. 
that may be something to think about. Right. So maybe instead of a candy store, maybe you can um, find a way to do sugar-free baking or, you know, like some things right. that kind of pay, play into the things that you're good at. So put that in. It goes back to the first one. Put those mental energies how I can make it happen. Absolutely. Another thing that stops people, this is another big one. I feel like these are all huge things, right? Because when you're talking about um, setting goals and having dreams, all of these things become important. But one thing that also stops people is unclear goals. Oh, that's a very good one. Unclear goals. Darren, talk about that one a little bit. You know what? I mean, I think that's very one. That's a very good one because people don't really define a goal. I know we talked about this in a couple of other shows about smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, uh, realistic, time-bound, relevant, and time-bound, that you have these, and you can make your goals very clear versus, uh, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to achieve a certain level. I'm going to be uh, the next manager uh, for, I'm going to be the next manager at the company. Okay, what department do you want to be a manager in? When do you want to be a manager? You know, be more specific than I just want to be a manager. Manager over what? Okay? You have to be more specific in that. When do you want to be the manager? I want to be at the end of 2017, I want to be the man, the sales manager uh, for the Eastern region. Okay, okay. Now we're talking more specific. Okay? Versus because then otherwise, when you go over manager roles, when an opportunity pops up, is that really the manager role that you want? Okay, because otherwise you could end up going down the wrong path. That's not really, really where you really wanted to go. But you got to be more specific about that so you don't get confused when other opportunities come up that really aren't taking you where you want to go. Absolutely, absolutely. And another thing about having, like, teasing out your goals and, and being specific about them is once you tease them out, you'll be able to make smaller steps each month to get to the bigger goal that you want to have. Yes. Here's another another thing about setting clear goals. A goal is not a dream. So some people sit around and, what do you want to do when you grow up? I, I dream of being a billionaire. But you don't have a goal or a plan to do it like I plan to study business. I plan to invent something like really clear goals and actually being able to put times, dates on them, getting some information about what it takes to do that. And that's how you set goals, right? You find out you want to be a pilot. Then you find out what it takes to be a pilot. Yeah, what are the requirements to be a pilot? Do you know that that is a, a an eyesight requirement to be a pilot? Oh, I never really knew that. So, right. So you got to find that out. So all these right. things are going to. What kind of help uh, shape you need to be in to be a pilot? Mm-hmm. Okay. How many hours of study does it take? Okay. Have you ever been in a plane? Oh, you know, right. I want to be a pilot. Have you ever flown before? Yeah. And then what type of pilot do you want to be? Right. I want you want to be a commercial pilot. Do you private. want to do private piloting? Mm-hmm. Do you want to pilot over crops and release some of the pesticides in right. life? I mean, UPS has pilots. Do you want to be a fighter pilot? Right, Air Force. Uh-huh. What kind of pilot do you want to be? Do you just want to fly because it's a personal goal? I mean, all of these things are all pilots, but it's all a different take on, on, on which one, which type of pilot was the priority for you, right? And then you can decide as you – and let's say you say, I want to be a commercial pilot, and you get in there and you find out, I don't really like doing it. Then at least you know that that's not the goal for you. You can transition to, I want to be a private pilot. Right. Just a slight modification, you're clarifying your goals for yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, And the next thing is disorganized lifestyle. Here's another one. You set goals for yourself. You want to make it happen, but you don't have a routine for yourself. You, you're um, averse to setting a schedule for yourself. You want to go out and party even though you're supposed to be at home studying for the exam that you have. Um, you see people getting the things that they want now, maybe the clothes they want, the shoes they want, the purse they want, the guy they want, and you feel like if I have to do that, then I don't want to 
Um, maybe you don't want to put all the effort it is into something. Maybe you don't want to give up something to get what you want. So you just kind of do whatever, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Not wanting to sacrifice. Like, you know what? Instead of investing money in my business or toward getting my business license, you know what? I'm going to go sports. I'm going to go party with my friends. What? That, that seed money could be planted toward you getting your business started. Absolutely. Okay? That's the thing you got to focus on. And if your life is cluttered, then your goals can't be clear. Right. You know what I mean? Like too many things going on. Too many things going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. A fixed mindset. This is an interesting one. A fixed mindset that you're not open to growth. You're not able to adapt. Um, So let's say you say you want to be a pilot and you close to your house is a, a school that you can learn things at. And so you go to that school, you're doing really good. Let's say your second year of training, uh, the school closes down and you say, well, I only wanted to learn from this guy. I don't want to drive up the road to do it. I don't want to go to two or three um, different locations to get my hours in. Right. You know? So you're not flexible. Uh-uh. You're not, you're not adaptable. And not okay. so adaptable that on a Monday um, you want to fly planes, and on a Tuesday, you you know, you want to fly, you know. Right. No, not But you may need to res- uh, change your schedule, modify your schedule to a, to go attend a class that you need to take. Okay, I'm going to have to change. So I had a schedule. I thought this was going to work. But guess what? I need to make some modifications so I can achieve my goal. Absolutely. Or a step along the way to achieving my goal. Absolutely. Number five, this is a good one, giving up. People fail because they give up. Yo, too quickly, okay? Or give a period, right? Or give a period. But sometimes they may not be giving up quickly. Let's say you've been fighting some battle with a – I had a friend that it took her 15 years to, to finish her dissertation to get her Ph.D. But she did it. But she did it. Awesome. And if she had given up along the way, she would have had everything but the dissertation, and they don't call those people doctors. I think at the end, even at the end of the 15 years, they still call a doctor. Though. There's yep. no uh, addendum to that, say, a doctor, 15-year-long to be doctor, doctor. No, it's still doctor so-and-so. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've had a friend that if you go to traditional medical school, let's say you're trying to get in, you don't get in, your scores aren't as high as you want them to be, and they have these things called postdoc programs right. that you can go to, and they kind of beef you up on your math and sciences. I've had a friend that in her 40s, her 40s with a husband, a previous career, and kids went to a postdoc program, went to medical school, and ended up being a physician maybe like 45-ish or so. Still a doctor, what her dream was. Correct. And when she walks into the emergency room to serve his patients, no one says, did you, did you just finish medical school? They don't even ask her. Right. Doctor, could you please help me? Absolutely. Glad to see you, Doctor. Thank you for coming. But if she had given up, she would not have been a doctor. She wouldn't have been right. a doctor. Have a doctor. You know, if you give up too soon, like, oh my gosh, this is a good, this is a good one. I have seen, you know, how you see these clips on Facebook, and I saw a clip where a guy, and he might not have considered himself giving up, but he celebrated too soon. Oh, there were my two guys God. running to the finish. Well, I mean, there was however many guys that were in the race. Right. But these two guys and then the third guy right behind them are running, like, in stride, neck to neck, neck to, you know, like, woo, right. woo, running. And one guy thought he had won, so he stood up and threw his hands up. And the Oop, other guy bad. went through, yes, the other guy passed him and went through the finish line and broke, what do you call that little the thing? The finish line, yeah. Yeah, they broke the, the finish, finish line. line. And that, the that's finish the line. guy that won. And by the, other, by the time, and it just took seconds, by the way. Right. It just took seconds, by the way. When he realized he had stopped short, too late, he'd already lost. How many times have you heard stories where um, they were, someone was coming to sign a contract and someone decided to close 
closed down or uh, closed a business down or didn't show up for a meeting. It's always oh, not going to work out. And that you know, I've been through ten meetings, but it's not going to be one. But it's the eleventh one was the one that wanted to sign you, or eleventh one that was going to make it happen for you. But you, because you never know where, where that, when that's going to happen for you. Absolutely. You got to keep going. You got to keep Absolutely. digging. Absolutely. What if you know? And, and when we finish this list, I'm going to give you some people, some examples of famous people throughout the generations, mm-hmm. names we know of people old and young that have had to come through tumultuous backgrounds to achieve their greatness. But they're great nonetheless because they did not stop. They didn't give up. Right. They didn't give in. Okay? So, so don't quit. Another one is no daily routine. You know, setting the goal is only the first step. After that, then you got to keep pushing to see what the routine is. So if your goal is to be a bodybuilder, you got to find some type of a routine to get your body in shape. Every day. I think no matter what goal you have or dream you have, you're setting yourself you have to do some activity toward your dream every single day. Every day, even if it's just thinking about it. Even, if it's, even right. if it's writing down the goals to get to it. Even if it's calling somebody asking for support. Even if it's praying about it. Every day you've got to be moving just a little closer to the finish line. I'm going to make some cold calls to get some new contacts. I'm going to set out my resume uh, another time out there. I'm going to go visit uh, offices. Uh, to see if I can get some customers, whatever it may be. Every day you need to work on your dream of goal. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to read a chapter of a book, a page of a book, whatever the case would be. It teaches me about uh, mm-hmm. some, uh, something I'm trying to learn from my dream, whatever it is, something every day toward your dreams. Absolutely. Stress, that's another thing that helps people to fail. Um, you know, everybody has problems, and nobody's kind of going to, like, not have you know, stress in their lives. Right. But successful people learn how to deal with it. Right. Like I'll give you, I'll give you, I mean, and Darren, I'm sure you've got examples of this in your, where you work in the companies you've worked in. Um, even Fortune 500 companies have machines that break down or ink that came in the wrong color or somebody when you're doing a project and they just up and turn two weeks notice and quit the job or um, somebody can't do their end of the bargain and you've got to figure out what to do and to be successful. Let's say you're a mom. You have to be able to manage your husband, your kids, your school. Like, you've got to manage all of it. You can't say I'm going to give up because it's too stressful and no one woman. Like, I hear people all the time say, I'm not superwoman. I can't do it. I mean, really? No one's asking you to be superwoman. Could you be you? Right. (laughs) I mean, like, because most of the things in our lives are things we set up to do. Right. You know, I had someone tell me, like, she's taking care of her mother who's ill and older, and she's saying that the mom is causing her extra stress. This is really, really hard for her. She doesn't know if she can do this and manage the kids and the husband and job and everything. But she agreed to do it, right? Right. And you don't have to be superwoman, but but and I, I mentioned her, can you can you call some people to come in the house to help you? That's another way to relieve stress. Stress is not about figuring out how to do it all yourself. It's about getting managing it is about getting it done. You hit it right ahead. It's about managing the stress. Because guess what? Everybody's gonna have some kind of stress in their life. It's gonna be there's not gonna be really any time where you have no stress whatsoever in any area of your life, right? Well, guess what? You have to learn how to manage the stress, okay? Compartmentalize it when you need to. You know what? I had a stressful time at work, but I'm coming home to do my family. I'm going to leave it there. I, I got out one meeting, but I got to do another presentation. Either the first meeting went bad, guess what? I got to leave it there, and I got to move on, okay? You see it in sports all the time. You know, one one play in football, you know, didn't, get, didn't go the way they wanted. Hey, you got to go right back into it and hit it hard again. You got to leave that stress or the uncoveredness that you're dealing with, and you got to Try and move on to manage it. It's still there, but you have to manage through it. Absolutely. The next thing that can cause failure for people is running behind money. And let me talk about this for a second. 
I'm not suggesting that your dream should be free and that if you want to be a public speaker that you should never charge any, anybody. Running behind money means making crazy decisions just because you think you're going to get paid. Short-term decisions, okay, that, that, uh, that have a negative impact on your long-term goals. Maybe switching jobs. Hey, this is it's not exactly what my dream would go, but they're offering me another ten, twenty thousand dollars to make this switch on this job. But it's not really going to it's going to take you away from really what your dream of passion is. Are you going to make that change for it? You know, obviously sometimes you're going to make a decision, but you have to be careful that it's not taking you too much out of your way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another thing is lack of energy. And let me kind of translate lack of energy into not taking care of oneself. Mm. So you don't eat right, you don't exercise, you don't take vitamins, you don't drink water, you're eating out of the vending machine, you only eat junk every day, and you say it's because you're productive and busy and you don't have a chance to do the things that are right for you. So when you should be energetic and somebody calls a midnight meeting or 8 a.m. meeting, you can't do it because you're too tired, you don't have the energy to do it, you don't have your life organized. I mean, like all of the things that happen when we don't take care of ourselves. You know, I heard a great uh, quote from Steve Harvey a number of years ago. If you ever heard his radio show, the first 15 15, 15 minutes or 10 minutes of his show are really fantastic, a lot of tips on success. He said, get yourself a little trigger phrase that when you are feeling tired, feeling exhausted, something that you can say out loud, it triggers you to get right back on your game. You know, I know for him, he says in his morning, if you're feeling tired, he's doing, you know, a family feud, radio show, a new kid show, whatever the case may be. He says, you know what, Steve Harvey got a radio show. And that triggers his mind is, you know what, I got a radio show. Look what all I had to do to get this opportunity here, all the struggles I had. This is going on in his mind when he makes that statement, okay? So say something in your mind that's going to trigger, you know what, I'm thankful for what I have. Let me get going, okay? For mine in the morning, if I'm feeling tired, you know what, Thank God I'm awake because I realize as you get older, a lot of people didn't wake up. You know, a lot of people did not make it over the night, didn't make it the year, but I did. Thank God I'm awake. Let's get going. Yeah, in order for me to have energy, I try to have a no gripe zone in my life. Mm, okay. I try to not, you know, and I've done this. Since, my husband can tell you I've done this since college. I never say I don't have enough time. If right. I've got a day left, I figure I have 24 hours, and I break that down. If I was to study two hours a week for 12 weeks, that would have been 24 hours. I'm going to do it all tonight. Stay in 24 hours. I'm going to do it tonight. And I don't say, like, I never, when my husband's, like, going to bed, if it's, like, 4 a.m., he'll say, what time is it? I'll say, don't tell me. Yes. Don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. I don't want to know. And I don't want to know because I don't want my mind to get triggered to think it's tired when if I thought it was 11 o'clock going to bed and I woke up at 5, that's very different than when I feel like it's 2 o'clock. So don't tell me. Don't tell me. I'm just going to lay down. And my don't, don't yeah, I do that. You do that. So you don't want to do that. I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. I just want to wake up and be all right. There you go. You know? So let's talk a little bit about some people that are successful, even though um, they've had some issues in the past. And mm-hmm. so this is, uh, you know, some, some 16 wildly successful people who overcame huge obstacles to get there. So this is the article I found on Huffington Post, right? So it says that Bill Gates' first business failed. Oh, I didn't know that. And it says that the richest person in the world, world couldn't make any money at first. Gates' first company, Traff the Data, a device which could read traffic tapes and process the data, failed miserably. When Gates and his partner, Paul Allen, tried to sell it, the product wouldn't even work. Gates now didn't let the, that stop them from trying again, though. Here's how, and, and then they just talk about how they explain what they did. Okay. They, but, that's awesome. but imagine this. Bill Gates now doesn't even have to think about – now, everybody thinks about their money, right? Right. So he doesn't have to think about, 
should I pay my rent or should I eat? Right. He's overcome that challenge. If he wants to take a vacation, you know how we do. We check in on Groupon, living social, looking for that deal. He don't have to do that if he don't want to. Nope. But his first business fell. Now, what if he had given up? What if he said he was too tired to do it? What if he said, you know, they're right, my idea doesn't work? Then he wouldn't be, he wouldn't be the Bill Gates we know today. Right. Here's a big one, and I know Albert Einstein is, is a little bit back there, but we still use his ideas of relativity and a lot of the information that he gave us. But it says Albert Einstein didn't speak until he was four years old. Wow, I had heard that before. And they said he never even spoke the first three years of his life. I think they were, when I heard his parents were, or folks were concerned about him, that he had a, a His teachers control. thought he was lazy. Yeah. He always, I mean, this is crazy, right? I mean, but, but this is the guy that we think is one of the smartest men that ever lived. Let's keep going on. Jim, Jim Carrey used to be homeless. Um, think of, imagine that, and now he's one of the biggest comedians that we know. If I say the name Jim Carrey, you might not know every work of art he's done or every. Um, Fireman Bill. Right, but he's <laughs> done something. Um, Bethany Hamilton had her arm bitten off by a shark. That was an incredible story. And she still surfed. I mean, that's still amazing. Surfed. Still surfed. And a month later, she was on the surfboard. Not yeah. a year later, but a and month. And she was 13 years old when it happened. So she was mm-hmm. a child mm-hmm. when it happened. But she got right back on it, and it kept going going. That's a strong woman. And two years after that, she won first place in the four women's division of the NSA. I mean, so look at that. Look at that. Um, Benjamin Franklin dropped out of school at the age of 10. Wow. No, no, I'm not encouraging anybody to drop out of school. And he didn't do it just because he didn't like school. Apparently his money didn't have, his parents didn't have the money to keep him in school. Right. But he still became one of America's founding fathers. Whether you like him or not, you know his name. Yeah, absolutely. Richard Branson, I don't know if you guys know who Richard Branson is. He's the developer of Virgin Records. I think he had a... um, Virgin Airlines. Virgin Airlines, Virgin Mobile too, right? Yeah, oh yeah, he's all Virgin. He has dyslexia. You know, I did not know that. Okay, but he's still successful. Stephen King, we all know his scary movies. I don't watch them because I'm not into the scary stuff, right, so, right. but I used to. Stephen King's first novel was rejected 30 times. Now, how would that feel? You know what? I got a novel. I'm going to be a great writer. I'm going to be a great writer. I'm going to be a great writer. He's probably saying those things to himself. But guess what? At, what, now, what if he quit after number 28, number 29? You wouldn't have heard any of his movies, any of his books? And he kept going. So, you know what? I'm going to go find someone else who believes I'm a great writer. Like, Absolutely. I know I'm a great writer. And, and how many of us have that cousin, that uncle, that friend that's the best storyteller ever, but they have never put anything anywhere because they got rejected a couple times? Right. Um, here's another person. Thomas Edison, he created the light bulb or, or partially helped create the light bulb. There's right. some controversy there. And it says Thomas Edison fell a thousand times before creating the light bulb. And he said, he's the one who says, you know, I found – I didn't. I, I took. I found nine with nine hundred ninety-nine ways that it wouldn't work. <laughs> I found one to work, but I found so what? Mm-hmm. I, I found one that worked. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, I'm, I mean, I, I don't know if everybody's in the hip hop, but I'm sure you know the name Jay Z. He couldn't get signed to any record labels in the beginning. I know he was uh, tied into you uh, under the shadows of another guy named uh, Jay Z or something like that. Came back in the days, who was a rapper. She was kind of his little undershadow, but hey, now he's huge now. But guess what? He had to go through those struggles to overcome, to become the, the multi-platinum uh, winning rapper that he is now. So let me just say what's really funny. So he created his own record label. Right. It was the jazz. That was his name, the jazz. Mm-hmm. I mean, so just things to think about, people to think about. You all know Vincent Van Gogh. Um, his art is world famous. He only sold one painting in his lifetime. 
Right. Yeah, he's considered the greatest, one of the greatest artists of all time. And we know some of his work, uh, the the Red Vineyard. I mean, just all of these different things that we know. But he still painted over 900 works of art. I mean, that's amazing. It's, phen- it's phenomenal. That's amazing. Um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, he became partially paralyzed at the age of 39. He was still president. And that was amazing. I mean, I'm sure most of the country did not realize he was paralyzed. But guess what? That did not stop him. But guess what? He, I wanted to be president. He said, I'm going to figure out a way. Hold me up. Hold my arms up. One on the left side, one on the right side. Two got holding me up when I need to speak. Right. I think the story goes that, um, right, like you're right, that he would never let anybody see him in his wheelchair. He would have two guys hold him up. They walk him to the front, and they kind of hold, hold him right. so he wouldn't fall down. And nobody knew that because of polio, he, you know, he was in this position. Right. Um, Simon Cowell had a fell record label. Charlize Theron witnessed her mother kill her father. Um, Steven Spielberg was rejected um, from University of Southern California twice. <laughs> they wouldn't do that today, right? No, right? You know, but if, let's say the first time he decided they rejected him, that he didn't want to stay and be be there, or he didn't want to apply again, he'd be in trouble, right? Yeah, he'd be in trouble. Now we had a few books we wanted to throw out to people, let them know on this topic about fighting for your goals and your dreams. Uh, the first one is The Go Getter, again, an old classic book by Peter Kine, K Y N E, The Go Getter. The second one, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mandino. The third one, Fight for Your Dreams, right off the title, by Les Brown. Fight for Your Dreams by Les Brown. Absolutely. So look up these things. If you need some more coaching, give us a call at our office, 630-428-2344, or look up us up online at www.noelandassociates.com. Make it a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.